inevitable. You mean you have to use your hands? That's like a baby's toy. I'm totally Batman. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Shh. Communing with your spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Kawabunga. The world of magic. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes podcast. We're talking a brand new episode of What If. This time it's zombies. And this is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Brains, Prague. Prague's missing brains. This is the Lori Wolfgang. <laughs> and this week we have a special guest joining us. Hi, it's Gary. Gary. Hi, Gary. Gary. <laughs> as we know you better. Yeah. Hello, Gary. Welcome I... back to the show. Yeah, Thank welcome you. back. And hey, since it's been a while since you were on the on last time, why don't mm-hmm. you tell people about yourself just in case they're not a part of the friend group that we're <laughs> all a part of? Uh, all right. Um, my name is Gary. I'm from Canada. Canada. Um, Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. Canada. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> on Twitter, you can find me at uh, gl underscore Faraday. On Instagram, I'm Faraday's Finds. Um, I'm a collector, uh, comic book collector primarily, um, branching out into to toys and designer toys and stuff like that. And yeah, all around geek. Well, your collection of comics, though, really spans back for a ways from what I know, from what I've oh, yeah. heard in the past. You've got boxes and boxes in what do you have like a storage unit? Like, where are you keeping this stuff? <laughs> in my condo in the second bedroom, basically. Nice. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. I at one point I had over 13,000 comic books. God. Because uh, I've been collecting since wow. 1983, 84, around then. So, wow. yeah, it's been a while. Nice. So. nice. That's that's two years older than I am. My goodness. <laughs> I'm old, guys. I'm old. <laughs> Nobody's well, don't look old. <laughs> no, one's as, no one's as old as me, though. Even if you're years older. I has that's the old. Well, that's yeah. great, man. I'm glad that we've got you on because obviously yeah. we are talking about some fun comic book stuff, and mm-hmm. it's good to have a professional. Who knows their stuff? <laughs> professional. Okay. Yeah, a sure. Professional that's, thing knower. That that's a lot to live up to, but okay. Yeah. You know things. Yeah, so <laughs> this week we're gonna talk about episode five, what if zombies? And then mm. we're gonna go over to the DC realm, and that's where Gary really excels. So that's why he's on this episode. So stay tuned for fun stuff. But like always, <laughs> we're starting spoiler free with episode five, what if zombies. I'll go first, friends. This wow, was the right. best episode that they've had so far. <laughs> best okay. episode. I cool, love it. This was, it was action-packed from start to finish. And here's the thing. I love zombies. I love them. Like, I've dressed up as a zombie for years uh, for Halloween, for Comic-Con. Dude, I love zombies. I think they're fun. I think it's a cool idea. And seeing your superheroes as zombies is... I mean, come on. It's, it's just too cool. It's seeing like a... Ri- I mean, they go pretty dark in this episode, too. Like, you're seeing bodies exploding. Like, we were talking about Hulk in one of the episodes and how he exploded. And yeah. yet, here we are seeing, like, people exploding. But I don't know. It was just very, very cool. I very much liked it. This is, this is my favorite one so far. I could definitely rewatch this one, and I almost did. I was thinking about having a rewatch, but I decided, you know what? I'll just stick to one right now. Anyways, so that's, that's my spoiler-free. Nice. Okay. I don't know how spoiler-free that was, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fine. Um, I'll go next. Um, I will say that um, I don't know if this is my favorite, but it was a fun episode. I, I too, love zombies. So um, this is kind of one I was waiting for for a while because um, I was a fan of the comics. I'm a big fan of Robert Kirkman as a writer. So to see his you know vision come to life finally was a lot of fun. Um, it was I love the gore in the episode. It is very gory and dark for a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I had issues with the pacing. I felt it was too fast. And I, I understand it's a, it's a half an hour you know show, but it just it felt like it was almost like you, you didn't have a chance to laugh at the joke because you're already at the next joke or the next beat. Um, that was oh, my yeah. only clip. 
about it was just too, the pacing was off. Um, and I think they're trying to, to throw too many curveballs, but the curveballs I thought were kind of fun. So, um, I will say this is probably going to be one of my favorites on rewatches, I'm guessing, because I did watch it twice today. Um, so I think it has rewatchability at least for at least for the, the, the bloody kills that happen in the episode. For sure. Yeah. So awesome. And so I definitely echo your guys' sentiments. I thought this was an outstanding episode. I think it might be better than episode two just because it's fresh in my mind. But sure. I, I just I loved how just they really went all in on the zombie theme and then they kind of tied it into a zombie movie at the same time, like a you know, mm-hmm. the prototypical type of zombie movie, but still set in the Marvel universe. And I like the characters they picked for the survival group and for zombies and just balancing really well kind of choiced ideas. And unlike right, the last right. two episodes, it actually told us what the what if is early on in the episode. It actually yeah, shows wait. us the forking point rather than waiting until the end of the episode. Surprise, it was actually this. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. I did enjoy that too. But I like your, your, what you said about the character choices. Um, I didn't even think about that. Like it, they were like the perfect kind of ragtag team to expect in a zombie apocalypse. And it worked really well. They all balanced each other out for it. It's, yeah. it's the kind of fun. Cause we did that episode about zombie movies. And mm-hmm. then we asked kind of what of us would last the longest in a survival sequence. Right. And so now you get to ask the question, but set in the Marvel universe. Right. Exactly. Clearly well it done. would have been me to survive the longest. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't survive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Gary, what'd you think? Uh, free. So this was the episode I was probably looking forward to the least when I, you know, you saw the trailer Gary. of what was coming up, but <laughs> After watching uh, the episode, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it, it, it definitely ranks in my top three of the five uh, episodes that have been uh, out so far. Um, okay. I liked that. Yeah, it was gory, but that didn't really bother me. Um, but I liked the humor that was in it. Yeah. It, was, it was funnier, especially coming off of the Doctor Strange episode. Super dark. Right? Yeah, right. super dark. I thought this one was going to be, you know, equally as dark uh, because of the, the zombies, but it was actually quite lighthearted. Uh, and I appreciated that about it. Well, um, and I think, it, yeah. yeah, it had that it had it had to level out because you did have these gory moments and you had to level level that out somehow because it is a Disney Plus show at the same time. So, yeah, you still need to have some kind of comedy to keep the kids going. Okay, I, I'm not too, too scared because there's these little jokes here and there. And you could tell that the jokes were even kind of geared towards a younger audience, too. Yeah. They were a bit corny. But, right. but yeah. Actually, Gary, so you said this is in your top three. I'm very curious. What are your top three for this so far? So <laughs> I, I, I can tell you what my least favorite episode was. And it was uh-huh. the what if the Avengers were all killed? Uh, <laughs> that was, yeah, I did, did not like that episode. Um, I would say my top, um, my favorite is probably still, um, Cha-Cha, um, second episode, Mm -hmm. T'Challa, uh, and then I would probably put, I'd probably put the Doctor Strange one. I think I just appreciated how dark it was, um, and then I would probably put the zombie one, um, which was surprising. My ranking, nice. Uh, which is surprising. And then I'd put the, uh, the Captain Carter one, which surprisingly because i love peggy carter um you know and i really liked that take of her as captain america but i'm surprised that it ended up fourth in my in my ranking but yeah that's how that's how it's played out so far upon repeat viewings maybe that will change but just having seen each episode once that's that's what it is right now i will say having that peggy carter episode starting this whole series off was perfect yeah because it definitely it was definitely a great launching point for this series to get us all just really excited about it all yeah Uh, yeah, so i yeah there's just something special about that first episode but it's it's interesting to think if they would have launched with the doctor strange one and people are like what are you guys doing yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) is marvel okay yeah (laughs) they 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 couldn't have started with it yeah, it, they couldn't have started with that one. It was way too dark to to kick off a series. It would just been like, mm, I don't know if I can handle if every single episode's gonna be like this. 
And so. even the second episode uh, with, uh, oh God, now, uh, now, it, yeah, thank you. Um, Cha-cha. Even that, that what if with having the Thanos and having all these characters the way that they were, I think even that would have thrown people off if that was the first episode. So I, I really do think they did a great job at having, yeah, I, I know that we'll probably do a recap of all the episodes eventually, but at the same time, I just, I think what they're doing is really smart and I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I think Kevin Feige knows what he's doing at this point really well. Yeah. They have the formula down. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys want to get to spoilers? No. Okay. I want to talk about our <laughs> socials, sir. Oh, you want to do socials? No, no. All I right, just... ladies and gentlemen, everybody's favorite old man, Prague, doing yeah. social media. Oh, he's covering it up. Okay, so check us out over on crossthestreamsmedia.com nice. for links to all of our episodes and all mm-hmm. of our social medias. Uh, mm-hmm. You can also find other uh, other shows like, uh, I don't know, like uh, The Dorksman, The Movie Gap, Three Beers and a Mic, Dan Aykroyd Podcast, Front Row Negative, Burn Appetite, so much more. This is all at crossthestreamsmedia.com. There's a lot more you can do on there too. If you went onto that website, you can actually leave voicemails. We haven't gotten one in a while, so leave a voicemail. It's easy to do. You can do it from your phone. It's great. Um, Because what's your top ranking? I want to know what our fans' top rankings are for the show so far at this point. I don't know. How many episodes so far are we going to have of this? Do we know yet? I don't know what the total is. Of what what ifs, yeah. I think it's like nine, isn't it? Yeah, nine. nine total. Okay, so this could be a good halfway point where you guys tell us what you think so far, kind of like what Gary just did. And you could do that at crossthestreamsmedia.com. And if you don't want to go to crossthestreamsmedia.com, you can always check us out at social <laughs> on our socials <laughs> at secondary heroes on all of our socials. Wow we wa wa we wa. Um also, if you're watching on YouTube, which, by the way, I'm finding we've got more viewers than ever on YouTube, and it's fantastic. And thank you, Gary, for being a watcher on YouTube. Yeah. If you are watching on YouTube, we do, we're, you know what, I'll beg. I don't care. I'm begging. Like the video. Like and subscribe. I don't care. Please. Please. I mean, what, up, what, seven up. It's not, it's really not that hard to just click a button. It's pretty sweet. Anyways, so, and, and the reason why I'm begging is because all of this is free for you, and it's priceless to us. Oh, There we go. I awesome. am a watcher. Now, I am a watcher, you. like Watu. Ooh, like right. the watcher. Like the watcher. Not as important. Right. So, well. spoiler time, and spoilers. honestly, the title kind of spoils it. There's going to be <laughs> zombies. There's really not much you can do with the spoiling <laughs> of it. So, with that, we'll get right to it. And so... This episode starts by showing us the potential of it's not just mindless zombies, it's actual zombies who can use their abilities. And it changes right. the whole distinction of how devastating zombies can be if they're Iron Man pulsar beams or Doctor Strange portals or something. It changes everything. And that's all before, with at the five minute mark, we actually get why there are zombies everywhere. And it's from Ant Man 2. Where in the quantum realm, there's some magical quantum virus that <laughs> infects Janifine Dine, and now everybody's got it. It infected the entire Pacific Northwest within 24 hours. It was great. That be that means you guys. You guys are already. You would you would have been infected. No, yep, I already know. Done. By the way, <laughs> yeah, it was a great psych egg. Down. Great yeah. psych egg with uh, Ant Man. Uh, gnawing at the neck oh of my Captain America. Yeah. Because he goes, ow, what is that? And he just zooms in <laughs> gnawing at his neck. That was oh. good. And yeah. that was Hank Pym Ant-Man, right? That yes. was right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was fun. I like that. The little psychics in this whole, whole episode were fun, in my opinion. Well, yeah, in this so. episode, they actually brought out I, I want to say they brought out the majority of the superheroes. Like, we got more superheroes mm-hmm. in this episode yeah. than we did in any other episode so far. And I so think the most it was voice, really cool. voice talent, too. Like, the original yeah. talent, not, yes. like, voice actors. Because I think of them all, I think it was only Spider-Man that wasn't the original voice actor. Possibly. Well, and yeah. Captain oh, and America. Captain America, right? Yeah. 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 Which why why is that? Why did uh Chris Evans not want to come back to voice Captain America? Do we know at all? He's too big time now. 
Oh, right? too big time. Can't go back to the thing that made you big. Nope, can't do that. I'm sure he has his reason. Can't make a couple million extra just for saying three lines. Maybe some people want to move on. I don't know. No, nobody wants to move on. Just saying. <laughs> but I am glad to Trevor's point that they told us right away because I was afraid. I was like, oh, God, he landed and there's zombies already and they're not going to tell us why. I'm like, oh, all right. But then they did. I so thought I we were going to here we go again. Yeah, when like, oh, he walks out and the yeah, streets so are deserted. I. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was it was the right time for them to tell you, too. Right. Because they, you know, the opening scene at least sets up the conflict with the zombies with the nice right. reveal of them coming through the portal and you don't really see the face and then you know uh they attack and then all of a sudden you see them like gnawing on Munching. on uh was it ebony maw and uh yeah and call obsidian um you're right and then and then and then they flash back and do the flash i thought it was a, a great way of of opening it um yeah. and then giving us the the reason for for what created this this what if universe so um because i agree with you the other ones it was like <laughs> right until the end and i'm like hold on here that's yeah. that's you know the whole premise is that you know up front what created this so you can let the story unfold and yes. not like throw something in at the end that explains what was going on so yeah Indeed. Hmm. well were you guys surprised at all when spider-man came in no, because I knew he was going to be in this episode. Oh, did <laughs> you? Okay, so I didn't, and yeah, I was like, "Oh, it. wow, Spider Man!" I still went, "Oh, wow," because I love Spider Man, so I just still did that. Like I, I figured character. he'd be in that scene because if it played out in the normal timeline, right? The characters oh, that were there, that was the which was time, Iron Man, right? Doctor Strange, Wong, yes, uh, Bruce, and Spider Man. Spider Man comes in and and saves. Was it Bruce or Tony that, that... Bruce? That he saved. In the movie, he saved in the movie, Tony. right? Yeah, and yeah. it's Tony, right? Yeah. So, so I figured Spider Man oh, would come oh, in, oh, especially oh. with the cape flying around on its own, because that that did its thing in in the original Infinity War. So, uh, so I figured right. he would be in there. I just didn't know if he was going to be a zombie or, you know, still alive. So, right, right. Well, I loved and they his instructional keep... video too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, oh. I was going to say if, if you notice, they kept all the funny people. To survive this. Like Spider-Man and then Ant-Man. I mean, those were those are your funniest people in the... I can't think of anybody else who'd be funnier than them two in the whole MCU. Besides, yeah, like, Deadpool. But Deadpool's not quite there yet. Yeah. I guess I Star-Lord, Deadpool but would he would be off-planet off at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, Still, yeah, but, that's right. Yeah. I, I, I just appreciated the... the the instructional video because i mean it's you got shower bucky and i like oh bucky, you got so. right you got your bucky i got oh, my bucky yeah. i got my shower bucky but uh i'd prefer yeah. a live live version of that but you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah it's funny when I, yeah. as soon as i saw that i thought of you and yoko yeah <laughs> on your streams all right there you go they got the gift of bucky this we got episode. the gift of bucky well episode, they made yeah. his hair way too fluffy in this it was so like nice, huh Pantene Pro V hair commercial for him. He's keeping yep. himself clean. Yeah. I mean, shout out to this was the best version of Bucky. Like we only got a little oh, bit of him, totally. but every time I've seen him, this was my favorite version of Bucky by far and away. I hate to say it, I think you're right. This might be my favorite. One hundred percent. Because he has good. so Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I would have liked a movie or a show called Falcon versus Winter Soldier versus Falcon and the Winter Soldier, just mm. for Akoi's slicing Falcon in half, and then she <laughs> asks him, "Is that oh, I'm sorry about your friend?" And he's like, "I don't really feel anything." Yeah. That yeah. was a better <laughs> like representation of the entire show. Yeah, in just Should that one sad, sentence in that I'm one not. animated scene. Should be sad, yeah, but I'm, but I'm not. <laughs> Well, and I wonder, do you think that they, I, well, uh, it's hard to say. They, they most likely did this episode pretty far back because they did have Chadwick Boseman's yeah. uh, voice in this. So, Correct. Which he had a really strong, powerful line at the end, too, which was really impressive. But I'm sitting there thinking, well, maybe they knew that because Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't all that great, we could sit there and kind of poke fun at it a little bit with this cartoon but i they i don't think so because 
Yeah, timing-wise. Yeah. Timing-wise, Ti- yeah, with having Bozeman's uh, voiceover yeah. and everything like that. Right, right. Yeah, so they wouldn't have known that Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to be god-awful. I think, I think it's just fortuitous, right? Because if you think about where they are in the timeline, Winter Soldier and Falcon did not get along at this point. Like, they mm-hmm. were frenemies at best. Um, at this point so so the line actually makes sense in that context but yeah it does it does lend itself to interpretation of you know reception of falcon winter soldier i personally like falcon winter soldier um oh gary gary shame on you i've actually liked liked all of the yeah well Mm -hmm. i liked it because of bucky right so yeah i mean come on but i mean (laughs) bucky also he gets to face off against zombie cap yeah and he does the great winter soldier thing where he grabs the shield and then throws it back and slices him in half and then he says sorry pal guess this is the end of the line that was so much better than any like delivery he does (laughs) anywhere else (laughs) i would say the one-liners were a little cheesy in this episode like for instance, that one. This is the end of the line. I, I right once he said that, I rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, God, but it's a callback on. and it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just I, cheesy for the sake of being cheesy. There's some that were cheesy, but that one I allowed. Please All right. I I appreciated the cheesiness of it, and knowing that I was coming to talk to you guys about it, every single time there was a pun, I thought of Prague. Nice. And I was like, I was like, I was like, <laughs> is this something that Prague will enjoy? Because I'm I'm quite enjoying these. Uh, these puns like i mean um um uh what's his name uh paul rudd's character ant-man ant-man um you know the ant-man head when he's all those puns about you know it's like you know i i i I miss being chewed out by hank it's like oh i did it again i'm like oh come on these are like these are these these are these are like prog level (laughs) puns that that, i think the one you know i thought paul rudd was on fire yeah the whole time he was great he's always great um but the the one i think they missed on and then maybe i missed them saying it was calling Captain America Captain Crunch, but that might have been a licensing issue. I thought that would have been pretty funny if they had called him that. Yeah, I don't think like, they. He's did. up there, Captain Crunch. <laughs> no, That's but funny. yeah, no, it's a. <laughs> I liked the. I was like, uh, guys, I'm covered in Sharon. <laughs> Yes. Oh, <laughs> that yes. made me laugh. That made me laugh, right? Because <laughs> it was, it was like, like you a... said, Alex, it's like the one of the grossest things because she just yes, like expanded so herself and exploded Sharon from the inside out. And then she follows it up with this hilarious like, oh, I'm covered in Sharon. Anecdote. Right? Well, so. and with an episode like this, and for me, I feel like it's it was very successful and I feel like this is such a fun, good episode. It, it almost lends itself to could Marvel get in, be a little bit more gory with their movies? I don't see why not. They yeah. could do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but that's what I would love to see is make these movies just just slightly more adult. Because if you're making your cartoons this adult, do it with your live action, man. I want to see. There is a movie this. called Blade coming out soon. So. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to be hard R, is my guess. Is Blade going to be under Marvel? Or is that um, under yeah, Sony? Yeah, it's Marvel, I think. It's under Marvel, I'm pretty okay. sure it's under Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember. I think it's, is it Mor- Morbius was under Sony? Morbius is under Sony, yeah. I can't remember who owns what anymore, but I think, I'm pretty sure that's, that's the way that went. I'm pretty yeah. sure Blade is Marvel. I'm not too sure. Either way, I think they're going to make it hard R, so we're going to get some of that in the future, which is great. But I, do, I, I did want to say, yeah, I did want to say that the, the whole blowing up uh, Sharon was a nice callback to Lost. If you ever watched the TV show, you got a Lost, little arts on you. a great scene. You got a little arts on you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Love it. The gore, the uh, gore would work well in the right properties, I think, mm-hmm. um, because it for me it worked well for Suicide Squad, um, right? Because that was definitely much gorier than I expected it to be, and it but it works in that context, right? So if they have the right properties, gore in the Marvel universe could work. Exactly. I still yeah. need to see that new one. I, s- I still haven't seen the new. Uh, yeah, this I know. Guy. Hey, isn't, you isn't know what? Like on How HBO about Max? you have a one year old and you oh, yeah. tell me about it? Uh, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Suicide Squad, Kurt's in it. Yes. Okay, who was he? So He's Polka he was, Dot Man. Yeah. <laughs> Baba Yaga. He's the, he's the uh, he's the one of Ant Man's um, friends that helped him out yeah. with the the heist in the Ant Man movies. 
Remember the tall hair? Nope. Okay. All I remember is <laughs> the guy who drove the van and he talked really fast and he explained the entire thing. Oh, yeah, Louis? He's, he's Louis? one of those guys yeah. in the van. Yeah. Okay. He's the other guy. Because <laughs> that's yeah. all Anyways. I knew. I'm like, I have no idea who this guy... I just thought they threw him in there just so he could get eaten. I was like, okay, this is just they a plenty of people to get, to get eaten. So, yeah, but you don't expect to see like no, they they specifically put him in there for the Baba Yaga part. For yes, Scarlet Witch. It was yeah. for that whole setup. Yeah, because he was the one always talking about Baba Yaga, and who is Baba Yaga in this? Well, Scarlet Witch is. Which, She's by the, the way, by the way, Soviet this yeah. is the best Scarlet Witch I've ever seen. <laughs> this guy. By far the best. Thank she you for agreeing though. with me, Trevor. Say. I see you. you I, I don't disagree. <laughs> she was so cool in this. I was like, yes. I, ha- I have I to need say, more of this. I think I might agree because she had very dark Phoenix vibes, like adequate, yes. accurate dark yeah. Phoenix vibes. And I love it. It showed and, how powerful um, yeah. she is, right? Um, like, she's yeah, yeah. an insanely powerful person. Uh, and and this then shout episode. out to Bucky using a gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. over and over and over again. Let me keep <laughs> that didn't work. I'm gonna try it again. <laughs> Hold off, guys. I got this. He's got a cheat code because he never ran out of bullets either. He kept reloading. And the best part is where he shoots straight at at the at shields uh, at Cap Shield. Yeah. Rather than yeah. at his knees or at his head. No, straight ahead the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky just doing Bucky, Bucky things. Yeah. Oh, Bucky, Bucky Bucky will always get a pass with me. It's a good and then speaking good of looking. Scarlet Witch, we do get to see the Hulk versus Scarlet Witch, and it's just a flash of it, <laughs> but they could do so much on a what-if series of versus different, like they could do a weekly versus, and they could just do whatever they wanted to. Very true. I'd watch. Yeah. They did, well, they did that in the comics already, right? Yeah. They did the versus, um, when they did the Avengers versus X-Men, they had all those, that versus episode, uh, issues were... They paired off different people. Um, yeah, different teams. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, if you guys don't mind, I'll jump back to Scarlet Witch for a second. The one thing that sure. I did like, as she is a zombie in this uh, episode, and she still has emotions to yeah. where when she sees Vision dead on the ground, she still, like, cowers yeah. next to him. And it's like... It, it's definitely a different level of zombie. Like we obviously we haven't seen anything like this before. It's a quantum virus. This isn't like a regular old virus. This interdimensional or something. So that's fantastic. Going on with it. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. So it was really cool to actually see her have emotion <laughs> as a zombie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I found also, that to be neat. I like the idea that this was kind of the inverse of WandaVision, you know, where like he was trying to save her by harming everybody else in a way. Mm-hmm. Whereas she did the same thing, but the opposite, you know, in her show. That's the I exact thought that was inverse. a neat touch. I love it. That was cool. And did you, so I don't know why vision sacrificed himself to atone. I don't, I didn't get that, how that was an atonement at all. Yeah. First, I didn't know that he could pull the mind stone out. Yeah, I don't either. Why didn't he just do that okay. in infinity war? <laughs> 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 it took like five seconds. No, Wanda, it has to be you. It's more but, dramatic that way. What I, what I appreciate about that though, is all the callbacks then to infinity war that they peppered throughout the film, right? Like the opening battle with, um, Wong, uh, opening the portal, um, you know, in Infinity War, that's what cuts off um, Call Obsidian's arm. Yet in head. in the uh, in the What If episode, um, you see Wong chomping down on the arm that's been already ripped off. So that was like perfect. Yeah. Uh, then then Vision pulling out the the Mind Stone, call back to to end of Infinity War where where it gets pulled out. And I think even. Um, Bruce saying, uh, you know, when when Tony and and those guys show up at the start, he goes, oh, you're all in trouble now. I think he actually says that when Thor shows up in Infinity War. Right. So I loved all those little little um, call outs to to the film. Well, don't forget zombie Thanos. I mean, he zombie Thanos closing his hand just like we've seen in the past with with the missing mind stone that they're now bringing to him. So So that was my, that was my thing. When you guys are talking about why didn't he just do that before is because he needed it destroyed, not pulled out of his head. Yeah. So he needed Wanda to actually break it and destroy it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So he could easily just take it out of his head. Sure. But no, he needed her to destroy it. 
Now, what did you guys think about the designs of these zombies? So I, I was going to bring that up. I love the character design <laughs> yeah. of the zombie. I think because yeah. it looks just like the comic zoom book. Zoom in was, was like, yes. so good. Yeah. Dude, Cap, this again, so this is my favorite Captain America. Yeah. The, he, that that <laughs> neon, dude, the neon, like almost like powder blue that his skin was, was so, <laughs> I like, I, I wanted I wanted a figure of it because I'm like this is so I definitely want a figure good of this, looking it's sure. so cool looking I love the the colors all of the popping colors even though it's supposed to be kind of dead and muted they like really made him pop more than anybody else and I loved it. Yeah, See, so your favorite book, yeah, Captain America is one that really doesn't speak. Well, yeah, yeah. Sa- same with same Wanda. here. Same with one. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Easy. It's not it's not anger two of us today. <laughs> um yeah, I, I like that. I also like the way that like the skin like hangs off and jiggles all the time too. That was a nice touch. Okay, so whenever when Captain America was growling and you could see yeah, the like skin vibrating like and, vibrating. Oh, yeah, so oh wow, I'm like the details is you can't so do that good. in real life too well. You can try, yeah. but you're not gonna get that level of detail. So yeah. that's nice. And then oh, just the zombie it. Thanos at the end was a great design. Yeah. And just that whole idea that Bruce gets caught up and forgets that Thanos is coming and they, they're they going to save the Earth and they completely forget. And just we last week, like I know this episode isn't technically as dark, but this is the end of the universe. Yeah. yeah. Like Thanos is just he's not going to only get rid of half the population. The half that's remaining is going to have the virus. Of yeah. the entire universe. So this universe also ends. This is it. This is another yeah. Doctor Strange ended universe. <laughs> we just cut out right before the darkness happened, really. Do, do you think he would actually snap half the universe away and then convert the rest of the zombies or just snap them, you know, snap half the population into zombies and use the rest as food? Because they're going like to need to eat. Probably. Yeah. Probably yeah. Food. That, that, it, you, there's so much there's get... so much potential right in in, yeah. in in continuing the story well this was definitely one that i wanted to see more of i didn't want this one to end i wanted to see what zombie thanos would do compared i mean because what i mean yeah they have some sort of consciousness but what's the level of that consciousness you know what i mean because they're still right. like I think... flesh eating nothings this could have benefited from a longer runtime, I think. Yeah. Because I said, it felt, like it felt rushed. Like, I think you could have explained more, done more cool kills or whatever. Uh, maybe an extra 15 minutes would have been perfect right. for the episode. So it, it's the way it is. Well, and it was um, like, it been someone, nice. get, someone gets bit and then like two seconds later, it's like, I've now purple skin and now I'm a zombie and I'm going to try and but, eat you. Yeah. You know, like happy was exactly the, <laughs> like, blam, blam, blam. I love that. Oh, dude, that was so I love that. I love that. <laughs> Did you just say blam? <laughs> I, it's perfect that it was John Favreau, right? Cause like, yeah. you know, isn't like, you know, the whole thing in like the star Wars films that, that they would like make the pew pew sound pew, yeah. pew, pew. right <laughs> so it's kind of perfect that john favreau was on this one Blam. The guy Blam. Uh, love even him complaining yeah even him complaining about being a driver though he's like it's the end of the world and yeah. i'm still a driver yeah, you are happy sorry <laughs> even when the van thing? expands right into blowing up that zombie yeah. i forgot that about that part too was cool too. yeah all yeah. the yeah. kills are like a fantastic in this but um i like that happy became a happy meal I posted that on Twitter, but I thought that was Prague. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. Prague. Nice Prague. It's a happy meal. That's, that's, see, the, now that, that's a nice joke that they could have written in there. They could have. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Missed sure. opportunity. So, said that. It's like, yeah. oh, no, you're a happy meal. <laughs> Did you guys have, like, a favorite scene throughout this episode? Mm, I, probably that I really scene, liked, I think. Yeah, the train sequence where yeah. it actually there was tension where the zombies are close. Like, I thought they were going to get Spider-Man right there. And then I love that the cape comes and saves the day and he says, heck yeah, cape. Heck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cape. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It is. That whole I, scene is pretty good. I don't know if there's a particular scene. Um, there are just so many moments that I enjoyed. Um. But ju- just, just, just for the fun of it, I'm gonna say shower, Bucky. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> Gary! 
It was fun though to see him make that video and have like the little letters and stuff. And the yeah, the video, the video, the video was the video. The the how to survive a zombie apocalypse was a was a great touch, right? Because it plays yeah, off a smart. lot of those zombie you know things, right? It tells you the rules of what you're supposed to do. Yeah, it's and what like you're Zombieland. It's like Zombieland, yeah. right? Exactly. That was my first thought was Zombieland. I was like, oh, okay, so they're doing a whole Zombieland thing here. Okay, yeah. cool. And then and then oh, the rules enjoy. of horror movies. <laughs> It's like, yep. you know, you're not supposed to say that we're in the clear because you're going to jinx yeah. it. Have you watched any? <laughs> OK, so that's the one thing that I was like, OK, so they they knew that, um, you know, Hope sacrificed herself to get mm-hmm. them to Camp uh, Lehigh. Um, and so, you know, that she's already bitten, you know, that she's going to turn and she's already a giant. And they didn't right. do anything to like, right. you know, Why didn't prevent they ask her, her from to convert turning? back. Yeah, like <laughs> shrink down something. I mean, like, yeah, if you do us a you favor, know? just a yeah. shrink, shrink out of it. <laughs> right. I guess, it, or just in take sense, off the suit. Think, yeah, do something to prevent ah, yourself from like suit. turning into a giant zombie. Right. right? Because that, that was the one without thing the like, suit, she doesn't have any powers at all. Yeah. Well, I will say that was maybe one of my top scenes is her walking with everybody in the hands and spider-man's looking in between the fingers and you can see like the detail of her glove like Mm -hmm. as he's looking through and he's just watching the sunset and it's like i don't know it was almost like he got like this little glimmer of hope and it was like because that was this whole episode was all about hope and i I don't know it was just really i don't know it was really kind of beautiful and I like that about it. You know, even even in the most dire of times where everybody that you love is dead and turned into zombies, Spider-Man still finds a way to find the positive in things, which was really cool to hear. And I hope that that resonates with a lot of people, too. That was a good conversation. Like, it felt rushed or felt kind of out of place with the rest of the structure but it was it fits in with the narrative the what if is of how things Mm. translate over time and peter's thing is that he always gets up he always deals with whatever he's thrown probably more than most superheroes and he always just deals with it and they actually went into it especially being like the youngest one of them right right um he's handled he's handled really bad stuff at such a young age and still comes out of it pretty positive. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great message to have. Um, and I liked his little monologue cause you, you, you really learned a lot more about what's happened with him. Like, you know, that Aunt May's gone cause he, you know, he, he changes the, the tense of the verb. Right? right. Um, he mentioned his parents, which I don't even recall. I don't recall any Spider-Man movie talking about his parents right it's always just been about yeah, the spectacular spider-man did right uh the one with um what's his name uh, garfield garfield yeah they did a whole thing about his parents and their shady past and what they were doing with yeah. and they died in the car crash or something and I, I i don't think have i actually watched the andrew garfield movies they're not that good so you don't have to <laughs> so speaking but, of yeah, spider-man so. sorry this happened to me <laughs> this happened to me earlier this week one of my neighbors uh the, the little kid he's 11 years old and he was getting back from his soccer practice and his mom pulls up next to me he rolls down the window and he goes hey alex who's your favorite spider-man I said toby mcguire he goes yeah that's right Cause he does that silly dance, and then he starts dancing in the car, and his mom drives away, and I'm like, "What just happened?" What is going on? <laughs> it's the same thing we all said when he did that silly dance in Spider-Man Three. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, okay. it was good anyway. stuff. Anyways, <laughs> it was good stuff. But I do think that that whole you know hope in the zombie apocalypse thing is a callback to Robert Kirkman. And mm-hmm. I I checked the credits to see if he got credit for this for you know him doing the the comics on this, and I didn't see him credited. Maybe other people mm-hmm. saw that, but I did not. I actually didn't. You know what? I didn't actually look for it. So maybe that was kind go of back weird if they didn't want to, since he wrote the the comics. Right, he was the he, he was the original. Credit. Was he was he the original writer on the the first uh, Marvel Zombies? Yeah, the first five issues. He was yeah. the one who created everything. Wow. So, anyways, I just thought. I mean, it just seemed like very much like his type of storytelling as well. You yeah. Know, the whole the hope, especially when you don't have anybody else too. You, you know, a lot of those people in his you know series of Walking Dead lose you know a lot of their family members. Like, what do they have to hope for? It's like, well, that's what humanity is. You know. 
Hold on to what you can survive. And then since there is that crossover, Michonne is also a Koye. Oh, no, yes. I saw that too. And I was like, yes. wait, mind blown. <laughs> How she has is that? a really good sequence where she does the backflip onto Falcon when he flies over. And she also has the good joke where Spider-Man asks her about horror movies and she says, we watch American reality television. She also had the line oh, right after uh, Hope said, or um, yeah, Hope says, uh, I have Sharon all over. He goes, he has hand sanitizer. Oh. <laughs> it's like, you know, so. Yeah, that's going to help. <laughs> and she also says we shouldn't have split up. And then when they get on the train, the very first thing they do is split up again, just like a classic zombie movie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't split up. You do it every week in The Walking Dead. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, knows. man. I need to get back into that show. I, I never I started. <laughs> never started it? Nope. Mm-hmm. Saves oh. time. Just just read the comics. Don't watch the show. You're good. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's why, if- that's why I wasn't really looking forward to zombie things aren't, aren't usually my, my cup of tea. Um, but this one I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Nice. And it wasn't that long for you too, so it ended up being too gory. You didn't have to sit through like an hour or two hour. Yeah, thing. and it's cartoon gory too, right? So that too. It's, it's uh, right. Yeah, they changed all the blood to black blood. Yeah. They didn't yeah. want it to be too red out there. Of course not. Who's Disney Plus? Woo! Anyways, we talked a while on just the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Any other good. points on this, or do we want to move on? I think we, we should, should move, move on because I can talk a while. <laughs> I think we. I feel like we could continue talking about the zombie episode, but it's probably best we do move on. So <laughs> let's get to that DC stuff because that's why we've got Gary here. Yeah. Um. So speaking of like what ifs and zombies in DC, have you guys read Deceased? No, so, I've heard about it. I've not so, done that yet. I should. Yeah, deceased. It's D C E A S E D. So deceased. Um, Tom Taylor's the uh, the the writer, and I think it's Trevor Hairstein is the artist. And it's basically like zombies in in the DC universe. Um, so they get infected by the anti life equation, and yeah, mm-hmm. and off we go to the races. So really, um, yeah, and it's, it's like. I think the initial series was seven six or seven uh issues and then they had a three issue mini and then another seven issues um telling like the the, the whole story about it so uh, but yeah that it's basically a similar thing which is what if like the dc heroes were infected by um you know something that that caused them to to zombie out so um fun nice yeah so now so does that go. include like batman robin yep. joker all them all of them yep every 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 character I, I think... that you probably can can imagine was was in there so wow, my only cool. problem is wouldn't superman becoming a zombie play out a lot like kingdom come superman like I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't spoil, (laughs) I won't spoil the, uh, um, of how things play out. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun, it's a fun, fun, light, light hearted, light hearted, but it's a fun, light read. Um, okay. It's not lighthearted, but it's, it's a, it's a fun read just, just just to see like how, how the characters that you think may actually, um, survive something like this don't so and and how they deal with them yeah all right so so there you yeah, go i think so, the survival cool. aspects are the most interesting of who would survive within the universe yeah yeah well uh, okay yeah. how about that let's let's say uh, let's scratch what you just said about how there's actually a comic uh about all this who do you guys actually think would survive during a, a zombie apocalypse i i and i should probably put like a an asterisk like no superman because i feel like superman would be able say, to survive that yeah obviously it's gonna be superman. but out of out of everybody else who who would you guys think could survive that i think joker could because he does well with chaos oh i that's think he a would find call. a way to like really like kind of hide under the radar and let the the zombies kind of do their thing i guess and he can practically look like a zombie at times. Yeah, so. too. Right. Exactly. They have no idea. Like, oh, He's cut off his face him. before. You know, yeah, so skin hanging off yeah, won't he, be. It smells like rotting flesh. He probably sense. doesn't mind smelling like rotting flesh. Exactly. So, because yeah, his face is already cut off. So why not? Why not? I like oh, it. Yeah, I, I won't give my opinion because I think I'm. I already know. Like, 
I, I'm colored right, by right, the right. uh the, the series that I've already read, so it's hard okay. for me to now disassociate that. Um, right. Do you think Bruce would be able to? Because he's like the detective that can figure out the virus, the source, how to combat it, or not. Hmm. Ah. Well, he's not Iron Man. True. He's better. Sure. He's better. He came up yeah. with time travel in six minutes. I'm just saying he's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already seen Iron Man zombified, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued how Iron Man got zombified because. So in the DC universe, is it also saliva based? No, this one wasn't. This uh, one wasn't. I'll, I'll give you that. This anti life like, equation know. based. I wonder how that plays in. Yeah. Because so, it's it a, couldn't it's be different... saliva based because no one would be <clears throat> able to bite Superman. Right. It's yeah. like you're not be able to bite Hulk. Yeah. I'll I'll say that the initial infection was not saliva based, um, but post. Okay. They're 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 like I feel like the Flash has a good chance, except he does such doofus things. Like no one would right. be able to catch him if he, but he would just mess it up and just overthink it and just somehow get infected. Rewind time and I don't know. But he would need to like he would need to stop at some point. The guy is gonna get tired. Well, there's not zombies eat. every inch of the calories. world. What I just saw what I just saw in Marvel. There is. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but it would be a fun visual to watch him like run through everybody you know yeah. oh, kind of like uh the boys like a train yeah like a train <laughs> just yes. blasting through people oh. <laughs> oh yeah dude that'd be so gnarly <laughs> oh it's gross like mm. I, actually now i wouldn't mind seeing that <laughs> that'd be kind of cool yeah it's it's a fun read it's a fun read it is. all right we'll check so, that out yeah um, did you guys come to the table with any what ifs for dc i, I, did. I, Ooh, I did i also did um mine's mine's very kind of basic on a basic level that i'm i'm a basic b i'll tell you that much i like my pumpkin spice lattes and my uggs so maybe i'll go first with mine <laughs> such a good description <laughs> i need basic. that as a clip <laughs> <laughs> like what you want to like alex That's i'm fair. extra basic no i i do dude pumpkin spice lattes are actually really good they're very tasty if they didn't have so many calories ugh. yeah anyways um Girl. so here's my <laughs> here's mine uh and i don't know if we touched on this but uh what if batman after his parents died went insane and harley quinn ended up being Batman's psychiatrist instead of Joker's psychiatrist. Ooh, I like that. How would, how would Harley Quinn turn out? Because she goes through the whole falling in love with the Joker and that thing. Would she fall in love with Bruce as Bruce is sitting there mumbling to himself about bats and stuff like that? Hmm. It's intriguing. I don't know. It was, it was a fun little thought thinking him in his like, in like a straight jacket and she's sitting there falling in love with him like she did with joker i don't know right, i just right. like the visual of this i mean harley quinn right now in the the current batman storyline wants to be the next robin so oh i don't like that so 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 maybe she would like you know want to become his I, his uh his sidekick oh or God. something can you imagine if Damien becomes Batman in like that 666 universe and she's his Robin. That's oh, chaos. That's duo. pure chaos. That oh, yeah. Dude, all I'm thinking oh, is my God. absolute chaos. Yeah. Mm, it would be so it. much fun. Okay. It yeah, would only be they, fun on the screen. Not, but not I do in like real life. your question, though. Would she become like a Harley Quinn type character? Or would she really try to help Bruce? And he wouldn't be a. Would he still be crazy? Would he not be crazy and not become Batman at all yeah. because he doesn't want vengeance now? Like she cured him. Hmm. Yeah. It, see, it depends. There's it depends. I guess. Here, man. Sorry. Go ahead, yeah. Alex. No, 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 no. I was just saying. There's a story. There's yeah. a story with this. So. Well, I was gonna say it, it just depends on what when if Bruce goes crazy, what does he do with the crazy? Because mm -hmm. part of what um, turned. Harley Quinn into Harley Quinn was Joker basically tossing her into the same vat of chemicals, right? Um, but she fell in love with him at yeah, that point. she did. But I think the way that some of the storylines have played out, she wasn't necessarily 
I don't think she was necessarily willing to be thrown into the vat of chemicals. Like she loved him, but I don't think she expected right. to be to be, you know, tossed tossed and I, you know. But it I, benefited her. But so it depends on what Bruce does, um, right? You know, and then what her eventual identity changes because of that, right? Um, right. Like I, I can't even think of what type of character she would be. Maybe she would have ended up being Batgirl. Um, right. I'm you know? thinking like maybe she'd be like a backer, like a yeah. vigilante herself. She's like, you know what? Your story is compelling. You don't have the mental capacity to do this, but I will. And I yeah. will help you. you. You can give me the money. You can sit oh behind the scenes. My and God. I will avenge the city for you. Yeah. Whoa. That became a lot better than I was expecting. Goatee. Yeah. Have you guys read? So there is a, um, uh, there was a Black Label series that was just published. Um, and it's uh, Harley Quinn as like a criminal profiler, and she's basically profiling the Joker as a serial killer and hunting him down. Uh, mm. So it's called uh, what's it called? Harley Joker criminal criminal Intent. sanity, I think it is criminal <laughs> okay. sanity. Um, and that's basically like what if uh, it's a what if in itself? Like you know, if she was just a profiler that was hunting the Joker down and profiles him as a serial killer um nice yeah yeah See, dc does a lot of that dc, DC does a lot of what ifs without calling them what ifs correct yeah. <laughs> right they do a lot of these what ifs under their black label they used to have their elseworlds uh yeah. series um so dc's always been doing this what if i mean marvel's been doing their what ifs since like the 80s too right um sure. but um yeah i mean dc's multiverse started what back in the 60s um so they've always been doing these what ifs without calling it that so that's why it was really yeah. hard to come up with new ideas yeah because every single time i thought about it i would you know i I said oh let's what about this and it's like no someone's already done that (laughs) you know what's yours then so the two the two that i tried to think of and and mine one of them is a batman one and it's a play on um you know we've seen what happens if bruce is the one that dies and um you know martha uh and thomas survive right because that's what the whole flash that point. that's the sorry <laughs> that's the sorry. whole flashpoint thing right where where yes. thomas becomes batman and, and martha becomes a joker flashpoint um, i couldn't remember the name of it last time <laughs> i was like you know that 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 one yeah. but <laughs> i don't think we've ever seen what happens if if martha's the one that's martha's the only one that survives right mm-hmm. if bruce dies and thomas dies you know what would happen if martha was the one that survived would she have gone on a similar path or, you know, cause we don't, we never really learned too much about her mental mm-hmm. state and, and how she was, you know, um, like I, I don't recall much of, you know, her yeah. history. So would she have gone dark like she did in the flashpoint universe turning towards like being the Joker or would she have gravitated more towards, uh, you know, vigilante, uh, fighter? Like, would she have done the training and stuff like that? So, uh, so I thought that would be, an interesting way to explore the Batman uh, mythos uh, through okay. a different uh, perspective. Um, and then the second one I thought of was uh, we've seen what happens if Superman landed, say, in Russia, because then he turns into Red Sun, <gasps> sure. right? right? Or, or yeah, you know, it. on Earth X where he's like Overman, uh, he lands in Germany. Um, but what if Superman, you know, in coming to Earth, landed on Paradise Island, Themyscira? right? A society of women and this what baby, would do, right? what would they do? Right. And so mm. I played out this one a little bit more because um, I love this in the, when DC did their new 52 um, and they, they played with the history of the Amazons a little bit. Um, and the Amazons would actually, I don't know if it was kidnap or, you know, ships that pass by, they would basically um, capture the men and use them as breeding for breeding to um you know oh. to get pregnant mm. and that's the... a really light way of saying rape <laughs> yeah right <laughs> without mm. i say um and the babies that were born if they were female they were you know kept if they were males um they actually gave the males to hephaestus right the god of the forge and stuff like that in exchange for weapons and he raised the boys. So huh. I kind of played out the, you know, the fact, like, would they have accepted this boy if he landed on their island? Probably not right. because of the whole mythology of the Amazons. So maybe he could have, like, been given to Hephaestus 
a god and with his powers he would be treated like a god and how would that have formed you know his perspective yeah you wouldn't right? have that farm boy attitude you wouldn't have the farm like boy attitude Americana, like yeah he would he would almost be Charm, more of a almost? like a like yeah. a Thorish type oh, yeah, of he'd be character, like a Thor, yeah. yeah, the Thor right. of that that universe. Or but maybe would they he... would have raised him as a consort for Diana, right? Um, right. She being the princess. Yeah, that's, oh, that's a yeah. good. So, and you can have like the long hair and everything like yeah. Thor, but like dark long hair. Yeah, like the witch. Andy could have that mustache. He could finally yeah. have his mustache. <laughs> mustache <laughs> added back. You know. Well, so, but or would he would he have disdain for the Amazons? Possibly. And then it and then mm-hmm. now he figures a way to get to them and they have to protect themselves against a Superman. Correct. Yeah. Oh, see, that's even fun, too. And, it, it, you know, be, him with his powers and the whole Greek mythology and stuff like that would be kind of fantastic to play out. So. So, yeah. So, DC, if you're listening, get get a writer on that, please. I'd love to see how that plays out. That's a good Cool. One. Clearly yeah. they're <laughs> listening. Have you seen our numbers? Come on. <laughs> but yeah, so, so those were the what two if? that I thought of. It was like, because I tried thinking of, you know, if there was something in the films that you could twist a little bit, but I really couldn't. <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, what if I Jonathan had survived in, in Superman uh, or Man of Steel? And, he, you know, Clark had revealed himself earlier. And I'm like, well, that would just play out like it did in the comic books. So yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, um, so, yeah, so Same I had to thing. just kind of just go off of uh, origins and stuff like that. So, so, yeah, those are those okay. are the two that I thought of. Nice. Yeah. I just thought of another one. Just, I, and this is this is a big what if because it's going to be mixing Marvel with DC. Let's say the symbiote. The symbiote, symbi- symbiote, symbiote, mm-hmm. symbiote, Venom. Yeah. yeah. If he, if he landed with Superman or even Batman, mm. like how, like what kind of world would that be? Having these powerful people with a symbiote, symbiote. Now, I don't, I don't know. I, that just popped into my head while what it, what, what? Oops. Do you think Batman would have the will, strong enough will to? to control the venom side i think so right probably yeah, yeah. So. he could probably right? yeah i i i like i like the visual of what batman would look like with venom mixed with venom i think that 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 visual alone would just i mean that'd scare the daylights out of anybody well that'd if you've just want, be seen greg capullo draw uh batman he draws him like that you know, oh really like spawn like a spawn version of of batman in one of the issues yes and with the, with the, with the and he has like and the stuff claws like that. and everything yeah. the cows like oh it's badass it is yeah. amazing it's, and, you know, it's out there Ugh. it would be perfect i mean batman the whole thing about batman is right criminals are a, or a super a superstitious and cowardly yeah. lot of, or something like that so yeah. venom striking fear in the hearts of criminals yeah that would work love it that love would work it. well one day when D- disney buys wb or who is it dc dcw stop shaking your head whatever i don't know my stuff it's, okay. it's, it's just Trevor. a matter of time it is it really is once Trevor, discovery bought wb and they're going to be tired of it in like two years yeah there's only so many people who can still left to buy it yep <laughs> trevor you got no, a what if for us I mean, I was like Gary, I was thinking of the movies and I couldn't think of a like in the Marvel movies. There's so many points that you could. Well, what happens here? I just couldn't do it with the DC movies. They seem to end up in the same places or they do comic book runs. And so I just I went back to like the biggest picture thing I could think of. And what if Jarrell was a minute too slow and Superman never gets off of Krypton and he just mm-hmm. blows up and dies. And so there's no Superman in the DC universe. So that way Darkseid doesn't have to be as powerful and it changes the entire structure of the universe. And so there's not a super OP'd person. And so the big bad villain doesn't have to be super OP'd and you can't have regular people like Batman show up and do anything against it. It would just change the scope and scale of the entire it DC really universe without Superman. It almost makes it makes there a lot more stakes. Yeah, there's more stakes yeah. involved now. Like, yeah, because Batman can die. Like we can. Right, we don't we have Superman see- to save the day. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, and, and like you said, Superman's so OP. You can't. You, nobody's gonna do anything when he's around. So yeah, Ooh. and just 
DC kind of like Gary mentioned it. They get into that whole Greek mythology just because of the scale of Superman. So like Wonder Woman has to be God level or, yeah. you know, the Amazons have to connect to it just to even be have like a remote being sidekick to Superman. So she doesn't have to be as powerful. You don't have to have Zeus come in and you don't need all those connections of that scale. Do you think right. Supergirl would still be around, though? Because she she mm. left Krypton. At a, a, did she did she leave at the same like did she launch at the same? I forget how how she ended up leaving Krypton, right? Because um, yeah, I don't know. I would, would she have still been around? With, I would say just have them both perish. And yeah, right. Happens. That's I, th- I think you take out you take out the Kryptonians completely. <laughs> yes, right. right. Um, and then I'm trying to think what hero in the DC universe could fill that power void. Yeah, right? there's a gigantic power void. I mean, Martian Manhunter is could close. Um, I'm thinking maybe, maybe I'm thinking more of a Daxamite, yeah. like um, Monel. Um, yeah. He wouldn't be Monel, of course, because like Kal-El is not around. But um, man. You guys are going on deep dives. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Batman I. That's what I do. Robin, that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's. I think there would be a huge power void, right? I think you're right, Trevor. There's mm-hmm. a there's a big power void, uh, taking out all the Kryptonians. Um, and it would be interesting. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how they would play that out. Um, but it makes the DCU. Up. Yeah, it makes the DCU so much more interesting at that point. At least I Agreed. find it to be more interesting. I because Superman to me is kind of like a Captain America. It's he, he's a little he's a boy scout. Hokey. Yeah, he's a boy scout. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know. He he had his thing in like the 30s and 40s. We're in 2021 now, man. We do, we don't need it doesn't, work anymore. it doesn't work anymore. The boy scout thing doesn't work. People don't seem to like boy scouts anymore either. So I guess that's can go too. <laughs> okay. We've gone off the rail. I don't even think we need to do mine at this point, honestly. I'm intrigued, Frog. I am too. I can't, mine's not that great because yours was actually pretty good. Uh, the only thing I could really think of because I thought of everything would be like, what if Bruce wasn't Bruce or Superman didn't exist? So it's like, I don't know what else to do except that, um, you know, my favorite character in DC is Damian Wayne because I think he's an intriguing character. He's a character of a, that is born of a bad guy and a good guy, <laughs> you know, yeah. a bad guy and a good guy have a kid. What happens? Um, well, in the comics, obviously, you know, the father son relationship happens and it's fine and they get along. But what if he was sent in by Talia and he ended up being like an assassin before he met his father and killed all the Robins and Batman's trying to figure out who is killing all of his Robins and it ends up being his own son. And he doesn't know what to do with it after the fact, because he's supposed to raise his kid. And he's like, do I put him in the Arkham Asylum? Like, what is he going to do? And maybe he sees that Batman's way is not the right way to take over the world and that the Joker's is. And maybe he joins the Joker as the Joker's sidekick instead of his father's. And his father has to try to win him back, even though he killed all of his Robins. I've just realized that every single pro- one of Prague's ideas leads to chaos. it's like yes i like chaos a lot (laughs) but i think that's intriguing like damian wayne is one of my favorite characters as well like um so i think that would be cool to play out sorry that was my idea that was it (laughs) they have have um have you guys read uh death metal metal and death metal not yet i really 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 want to yeah so that, I want to read the whole thing about the Batman who laughs. Yeah, so that, that that that's what plays out when when Batman goes bad. Right. Um, mm. And there is a character called the Robin King uh, in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, very sadistic character. I'm looking at it right now. Death. Dark Knights. Death, death metal. metal. Death yeah. metal. Oh, geez. And Batman carries around a sigh. He also carries around like minions of like little what joker jokerized robin robin yeah yeah crows they're like I think on they're chains cr- yeah oh dude and superman <sighs> looks like thor with the long hair <laughs> oh my god so yes i will be reading that <laughs> oh that's excited funny man yeah. i mean trevor and i, I anyway. we trevor like mentioned in, in in our text uh about this it's like 
you know, DC does all this, and you guys said it, DC does all these what-ifs without calling it what-ifs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that. I think for me, that's what I love about the DC universe is that, you know, right now they just don't care about the continuity. It's like, just tell the story, tell the best care. story. <laughs> and, right. you know, um, pass it off as, a, as an Elseworlds later on uh, if it doesn't fit yeah. the narrative that you want to tell. And, uh, and, and some of the greatest stories come out of it. I mean... You have the whole Kingdom Come, uh, the Alex Ross, uh, Mark Wade Kingdom Come uh, series. You had um, the uh, oh shoot, these uh, Frontier, New Frontier, is that what it's called? Yep. Um, you know that's fantastic. That's like an Elseworlds thing. Um, you know, Red Sun is is, is a is a great uh, story. So DC does that really really well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm a DC. You guys know this. I'm a DC guy, right? I, I appreciate yeah. Marvel, but I'm a DC guy. Nice. So it's awesome, man. Yeah. I think this might be a good time to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks good. for joining us. Yeah. No. Thanks for There's having me. This is fun. A bunch to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and one more time before we go, why don't you uh, pimp yourself out a little bit? Yeah. Sure. So you can find me on Twitter at uh, gl underscore Faraday. And on Instagram at Faraday's Finds. Nice. Awesome. awesome yeah. man. And to everyone listening, we're going to keep talking what if. Who knows what episode six is going to be. Until then, we hope you enjoyed and we'll talk to you next time. All right, prog out. Hey, shout out to my buddy LJ for listening. Adios, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Bye.